Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Of the Cowboys, how good are Thursday night games of footy? Roosters beat the Eagles 20-10. to 10. Roosters played terrible, still win the game. Eagles tried hard, just didn't have the cattle, unfortunately, with the seven guys out, but... A very strange game. If you owned a lot of fantasy players in this one, you probably didn't have a great game unless you're sitting there with Manu. And he could say Cherry's score is okay, but generally a pretty bad game for fantasy scores overall. And Thursdays have been a very strange one. The last four games, apart from this one, have been upsets and have usually resulted in some really strange scores. So I've heard a few people say, like, oh, I'd never, never captain the first game of the week. And it uh, turned out that way. Thankfully, we've got some ghost points overnight for a bunch of players, actually, to be honest. There was obviously a few things missed uh, across the, or during the game last night completely. But another incredible game from Joey Manu. What do you guys think of him? Should he be in that sixth position? Or do you think out in the centers and, and a little bit of running through the middle from dummy half and stuff like that uh, is going to be the way they play from here on in? Because they weren't very good last night. I know that was mainly around their discipline in you know their their completion rate was under 60% for example so it's definitely not good enough for them to win the comp thankfully for them it was against a team that was decimated so yeah maybe it's just a lack of concentration thing, thing given that they felt like they were going to win this game fairly comfortably I'm not exactly sure how it went last night but a 69 for Joey Manu just shows that he has all class and he is going to be pretty close to the best center with Matty Burton you'd say Matty would definitely be first you'd go for Manu second if he can score like this when they play terribly in the center position there, I think that this is the type of player that you want in your squad. He's obviously really expensive now, and he's going to continue to move up a little bit closer to 800 after this week. Uh, and if you own him, you're really cheering. If you don't, you're, you're really scrambling to find a way to try and put pop him in your squad. So he definitely could be a straight swap target if you have any of those injuries in, in any of your positions, whether it's a forward goes down and bring in someone like him because he is that game-breaker who can get you a 60, 70, 80 and, and really dominate or 100 last week as we as we saw it. So Jake Chaboyevich there with a 61 as well. So great guns, uh, great work from him. Just that one there, where he, he he pretty much saved that try. Teddy was almost through and, and just held on for dear life with that one hand. And, and uh, was it Verrill? No, Verrill's Kiri. Verrill's ended up dropping it. 
uh, yeah, got stolen, got hit out of his uh, of his grasp when he when he caught on there. So, yeah, just another special effort from him. Sammy Verrill's the fifty four, so a big effort from him. Really, the one missed tackle, the one error was a pretty solid one for the forty six tackles. DCE got the one try assist there, plenty of kick meters, limited running meters, which is a little bit annoying, but he had the two forced uh, tackle, um, yeah, I guess they forced dropouts. Um, but yeah, the 53 for him was great. Really, in a team where they got absolutely pumped and he was in an average position early on in the first half, pretty much near 21 or so, or, sorry, 20, 20 odd at half time, he kind of doubled it from there, was okay. There in this game, but again, you're hoping for 60 plus from him, given he's an 849 guy. But as I said, in this kind of situation, you'll take the 53, get out of there, and hopefully they can play better as a team when they have that full squad. They're the four out the week before, seven out in uh, four out for COVID, and then seven out. These last two weeks have been a nightmare for them, and there's actually a chance that they could end up in 12th position after this week if Dragons win, which they won't, um, and whoever else is in that same position wins also. Teddy, the 49. So our people squad captain him. He did have the nice two try assists, which was great. But tackle bus were slightly down for him. Other like attacking stats in terms of line breaks, where he gets plenty of tackle breaks. And also the odd offload or three uh, just wasn't there. So the 49 for him wasn't spectacular. If they were less clunky, he would have had a much better score. So you take the 49, get out of there, and hope for a better one from here on out, to be honest with you there. Matt Butcher got the try early on in this game, and unfortunately, the, the lack of tackling you know, with the stop-start kind of game. So 38 tackles are solid. Did have neg 10 overall, but the 64 run meters you'd hope is about 100 from here on in, just so we can get a few more tackle breaks and offloads. Morgan Harper, he did have that nice draw and pass at the end for everyone who loves him. 447, really attacked the line nicely. Ran for 113 meters, which is great. Um, yeah, the turnover tackles there were great for two and had the three offloads. So overall, a solid game for him. Bully, our favorite man from the start of the season, got the 80 minutes for 47. So solid enough. Surprisingly, somehow had five tackle breaks. He looks so slow when he, when he carries that footy. Andrew Davey, unfortunately, uh, went off after the 53 minutes. He was scoring really well. I don't think many people have him anymore, especially in that top five, 10,000. But anywho... Uh, nice, a really nice debut from Smalley there with the try. So congrats to him at the end there, getting that five tackle breaks and the two turnover tackles was awesome. 87 run meters is what it is for him. But yeah, really happy that he had a lovely debut. Walker wasn't too special at the one try assist. Again, everyone was a bit off. He had the three, three errors there. Radley, the 35, so definitely not an option going forward. Crichton with 34, it's just diabolical, really. He is averaging 48.8. To begin, to begin this season. And literally the only time all year that I haven't had him and that I haven't had Reed Marnie is when they both average like a stupid amount of points, like 55, 60, 65. And since then, they're both hitting this like low 40s each and every week, which is just a, a killer, you know, or averaging out 34, get a 50 odd. There's your 40 odd each and every week. So 76 run meters for someone that's so damaging as him. You can almost understand why he was left out of the blue squad at the start, just because he hasn't been playing as well this year as he has been in the previous one. So not sure what's going on there, but he doesn't get the ball as much as you would hope for a, a damaging edge runner, for sure. Tupo with 34 was okay. We had Garrick the 31. So again, in this type of game, he did still have eight tackle breaks, but the two missed tackles, the three errors, just really hampered his uh, scoring here and, and the no attacking stat. So... Really, obviously, last year, that would make him a 39 with the extra tackle breaks, but 125 metres, we would like some more. We'd be liking him to get up near the 200 mark. He still had the four kick defusals and the one force dropout and one goal, so there's still some random stats around that, but 31, not good enough. 
few people I know, actually one person this week decided to trade him. Oh, there was like, oh, who, which guy do I trade on for Haas? And it was Garrick or another another solid forward, for example. And then and he had like four four wing fullbacks. And I was like, well, Garrick's the one. He will average close to 50, but you got someone like Payne Haas that could average a lot higher for the, pretty much the same price. So it was, it was actually a pretty solid trade out. Uh, I know a lot of people will be thinking about him next week when if, if Dewey goes well, if Latrell goes well as he's someone that you could straight swap, who will be a fair bit cheaper after this week, unfortunately. Croker with the 29s, a bit low from him. Plenty of missed tackles in this one. Kiri, a low one as well. Egan Butcher had an interesting uh, little period there at the end. Um, how strange was the, the sin bin for Morgan Harper, by the way? Like, who was it? Who was it that actually got binned? Probably down here. Who was it? There's one. So Butcher... Oh, yeah, it's Butcher. Butcher got binned and should have got binned um, for the hit. And then uh, Morgan Harper comes in and really didn't do much, just pushed around. And, and fair enough, I'd go in and push around too. So, yeah, strange one that they both got binned. So, Ali'i, we had a few people bring him in after his incredible effort last last round. And, and the three errors for him, three missed tackles, did not help his cause. Obviously, the stop-start game and no flow for the Roosters was what killed him. I uh, really liked Fulton's debut as well. Got in and had three nice tackles on Teddy early, for example. Uh, had a good good start there. Ended up getting a nice forearm in deep to that neck or the chin from, from Warrior Hargraves as well. And it was lovely to see Mr. Seguiaro back in league. He's always been a solid player there in the four and the 11 minutes. Obviously, it doesn't matter for, for us in, in fantasy, but uh, nice to see him back in the league. And Paul Collins with that uh, head knock, I think he'll be closer to out for the season. It's two games in a row now. He's had a pretty bad head knock so i hope that he's okay and he can get out of this one uh, scot-free or at least close to it and and can have a good rest and potentially either get back closer towards finals i think they should give him a, a good rest but again we'll, we'll have to wait and see how it reacts but it seems to be if you have a couple within a, a close you know period there then you'll have a fair bit of time off and ponga obviously has had three in the last six games so he's out now for the season and his didn't even look as bad as what collins did so that is that video guys that's that wrap for the week uh, for the thursday night let me know your thoughts on that game and if it's something, you know, if you're one of those teams that had like five or six players and Captain Teddy and stuff like that or DCE, let me know in the comments. I hope you enjoyed it. Like, subscribe, all the good stuff. I'll catch you in the next one, guys. See you later. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance. Insurance company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.